Warning, the podcast you're about to hear has a unique conservative perspective and may be politically incorrect, containing some controversy in its message. This episode may speak out against liberalism, socialism, the dark state, and religious organizations. It is possible that evil in politics, education, law, society, and religion will be discussed and exposed. However, we believe this podcast adds truth and value to a mature, disenfranchised audience who may be tired of apostate religions and wicked world systems. Listeners who are easily offended, overly sensitive, or have progressive leanings sympathetic to the topics we expose should be forewarned not to listen any further. We thank both those who choose to listen as well as those who choose not to listen. You've been warned. And now, let us get on with the show. Oh, boy. Huh. Oh, boy. It's March 5th, 2020. <laughs> and uh, Crazyanity is run amok. You know what? You're listening to the Freedom Friday Hour from Kapow Radio Show. Freedom Friday Hour. Let's let's be honest. Let's get freedom on Friday. Let's get freedom from all this nonsense. Let's get freedom from the world. How about that? When I say from the world, I'm not talking about, oh, freedom from secular this or secular that or freedom from sports or freedom from Beyonce or freedom from drinking wine or freedom. I'm not talking about that. Freedom from the world's philosophies. There are powers and rulers, folks, over the world system, the cosmos. They're here. And they're running stuff, and they've been running stuff, and they've screwed everything up since mankind relinquished the earth to these idiots in the garden. And here's the deal. These idiots, these these rulers, these powers, these principalities of the air, you know what? You may not know this, but they've been defeated. Christ defeated them on the cross. Christ brought in his kingdom. You may not know that. They're powerless. They have no authority, but they operate here through deception. They operate here through deception. Now, the children of the dark, people who are outside of believing in God's grace, they're at the whim of these rulers, principalities, and powers. There's nothing you can do about that until they come, when and if they come to the knowledge of the grace and free gift of salvation through Jesus Christ. However, if you're a believer, if you're a believer, if at any time you said, Lord God, I hear the gospel message that you sent your son, you came down as God in the flesh, died in place of my sins. It You took my wrath. You took my wrath from the fallen world that Adam and Eve gave up to Satan, to the serpent, to the reptilians, to the powers and principalities of the cosmos, and you said, I know that you took that wrath that has to come because of sin and death that entered the world. 
And I know you took that for my behalf, and I accept that. I believe that. Though I have not seen it with my eyes, I haven't heard it with my ears, I haven't walked in the flesh with Jesus, I believe it by what we call faith. I believe that. Come into my life, change me, renew me, create in me a new creature. And at that very moment, the Spirit of Christ came into you, And begin to create a new creature in your spirit. The new man, the new man is being transformed into the image of Christ. And that's why when you became a Christian, things started falling off. You know, I don't want to do this so much. I don't want to be this guy no more. I don't want to do this. I don't want to yell. I don't want to la, 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 la. And you begin to change. Are you perfect? Heck no. You're far from perfect. Here's why. You live in a flesh suit in a fallen world under these rulers and principalities of the air, of the cosmos. This is a probation. But because you've been renewed in your spirit, God is then able to create character in you. A lot of it is through suffering, folks. It's not through happy clappy. You're not going to get character by singing happy, clappy worship songs with your favorite Christian band. That's nice, but that's not going to build godly character, okay? You're going to have to go through some crap to get godly character and to see God who, who he really is and for you to change and to drop off that flesh. Here's the whole idea. Jesus says, deny yourself, pick up your cross and follow me. That means take your old self, your old nature, that selfish ambition, those weird thoughts, that sexual nature that's out of control. All these things, you take it and you take that guy and you drag it up the hill out of the city of Jerusalem and there's the cross laying down on the ground and you, you spread that old man out and you take a hammer and a big nail and you nail that sucker to the cross and you crucify that flesh. You crucify the flesh, crucify yourself, and let the spirit man rise up. Because when you do that, you start becoming the character of Christ. and You start showing Christly wisdom and the fruits of the spirit. And as you do that, and you abide in the vine, on that day when he returns, he's going to go, well done, come on in. So we're not talking about works. We're not talking about working For your salvation, we're not talking about working after your salvation. I'm not talking about church. I'm not talking about your religion. I'm not talking about Christianity religion. I'm talking about your relationship with Father God through His Son, Jesus Christ, who died for your sins as a sacrifice, but then rose again from the dead. And when He did that, folks, He kicked the crap out of the rulers and the powers of the air. They don't have authority. Christ has authority. And when we pass this probation period, when it's all said and done, either you're going to die or you're going to be alive when he returns. One of the two. There's no other area. You're either going to die and you're going to go with him, but your body is not yet resurrected. Or he's going to return and you're going to be resurrected and you'll get your glorified body. Once you get your glorified body, All sickness, all pain, all distress, all tears, all fear, all phobia, everything is gone. It's all wiped away. You become immortal because now you have eternal life. 
Christ did that for you. It is good, good news, folks. It's wonderful news. However, we lose sight of that and we get scared and we get frightened and we get freaked out down here in this probation world that's run by rulers and powers to be. And then we have people, we have people that are, I call them crazyanity. They're not really promoting the gospel of Christ. They're crazy. They're promoting some weird, crazy Christian doctrines that are not even biblical. It's because you can follow the snake trail to the mammon, to the money, the power and the money. They're false preachers, false prophets, blah, blah, blah. But they have huge, huge followings because so many people are dull in the spirit. They will follow these clowns. And you know what? Yeah, the clowns are responsible for this, but the people who don't have discernment and they follow them, unfortunately, they may not hear, well done, good and faithful servant. They may hear, I don't even know who you are. I never knew you. Never knew who you are. Because you never had relationship with them. Yes, there are phony Christians, folks. There are pseudo-Christians out there. Don't fool yourself. You're sitting right next to them in your church. You're sitting across from them at the dinner table in your own family. Yeah, they haven't took heed. They haven't taken account of their own selves to see if fact, if in fact they have been really called. When you are called, you change. There is a demarcation life, a line, I'm sorry, a demarcation line in your life and you change. Are you perfect? I told you no. Do you sin and fall? I told you yes. You're in a sinful body under a sinful world, but your new man, the new creature, is the one that's able, that God has sustained and gives power. He's given you everything you need to succeed in following Father God and being like his son Jesus. I'm preaching to you Bible, folks. This is true. And because of that... Everybody is nutted up about coronavirus. They're crazy about it. I went to the gym today. There's signs everywhere. Here's what we're doing about coronavirus. In the place I live, the HOA, we have a clubhouse. Oh, March 11th, they're having some whiz-bang nurse from Las Vegas or something come and talk about the coronavirus and what you can do. Everything I read about it, what you can do is the same thing you do for any flu. Wash your hands, cover your mouth, don't sneeze, and if you're sick, stay at home. SARS was much worse. MERS was much worse. You know what, what really gripes me is on Tuesday, there's a tornado that hit Nashville, Tennessee, and last I heard, there's something like 24 people dead. And here in the United States, oh my God, there's eight, there's nine people who died of the virus. It's a It's a pandemic. There's a tornado that wiped out 24 people. Who knows how many more by the time, by the time they clean out the rubble? You know what? A couple of years ago, it was Ebola. Ebola was everywhere. I don't know when we're going to learn that the rulers and the powers and the principalities of this world lie to you. They lie to their people who are the ones running this stupid place, Your this government your local government, the federal government, your the state government, 
they listen, they get they get their ideas from the worldly senses, the media, then they push it out to everybody else, and everybody's hypnotized. They're blind as a bat. They have no spiritual discernment about them. But we as Christians are not like that. We, we need to see above this stuff. Am I saying don't wash your hands or cover your mouth? I'm not saying that. I'm just saying, folks, let's look at it for what it is. It's fear. And God, my God that I serve, is not the author of fear. My God doesn't cause fear. We have to concentrate on our freedom. It's Freedom Friday. Concentrate on the freedom that Father God has given us through the Lord Jesus Christ. We're free. We're free from works. We don't have to work for our salvation. Thank God would never do it because our righteousness is filthy rags. We're free from that. Are we free from illness? No. Are you free from any stress? No. Are you free from anxiety? No. Why? Because you live in a flesh suit in a fallen world. You're on probation. But he's promised you freedom in all those areas. He's promised you total healing, total freedom, no anxiety, no tears, nothing. But when he returns, all things will be restored as they were before Adam and Eve gave up our human right to this world. And that, my folks is good news. That's the news I embrace, not coronavirus and fear, but the good news of our Lord Jesus Christ. Whereas Christians just stay focused because through our suffering, we go out and we comfort others. We can help other people. We're supposed to be fragrances. We are the the character of God. God is showing love through us to other people. We can't do that if we're running around just in fear. Amen. Do I have stories? No, I have one story. Freedom Friday. This is from Fox News. Now, I'm telling you, let me read this to you. And then I'm going to read to you the word of God. And then you're just going to chew on it. And you'll make your decisions. This is Fox News. It says, Christian pastor Sean Bowles, or Balls. I don't know how to pronounce it. I never heard of this clown. B-O-L-Z, Bowles. He said, the Lord showed me the end of the coronavirus. Wow, that's heavy. I could have told you that as soon as it started. That it's man-made, hyped media crap, fear-monging. Wait till the elections are over and it will go away and then there'll be a new fear. What happened to the Mexicans climbing the wall? What happened to those? How come everybody was afraid of them? What what happened to the Mexicans? It's it's the same junk. Sean Baltz, a Christian pastor in Los Angeles, he teaches about listening to God. I'm going to teach you about listening to God. Get saved Stay in the vine, abide in him, him in you, and you're going to hear God. Otherwise, you're hearing the rulers of the world. It's simple. I don't need to have a ministry on teaching you how to listen to God. It's in the word of God. Well, this clown has good news to share to all of you about coronavirus. He prophesied about the virus 
virus. Ooh, it's sick in 91,000 people worldwide. It's caused more than 3,000 deaths. But the, but the Sean, John Bolts, the prophet, said the tide is turning now. Let me tell you another thing. Anybody who has to call themselves a prophet is not one. What kind of humility is there when you have to give yourself a title that you hear from God? Huh? Or you say, well, the apostle Paul called himself the apostle. You know why? Because he was one. Jesus Christ taught Paul directly. Oh, yeah, Paul didn't walk with Jesus in the flesh. But when Christ revealed himself, he knocked him off that donkey and he, he went to Arabia for 14 years. Christ revealed to him himself. And he called himself an apostle because of that. And he was recognized as one by the apostles who actually did walk with Christ. You just can't walk around and go, I'm a prophet. So, Sean Boltz is the same guy who prophesied Kanye West transformation four years ago. He prophesied that Kanye West was going to get transformed four years ago. And now he has predictions about Trump. Isn't that great? You know what this sounds like to me? Clairvoyance. He has demons. He's hearing doctrines of demons. It's called clairvoyance. Kanye West, really? We give a rats about that? Sean Boltz, the prophet, said, we're going to see it come to an end. It's not going to be pandemic as people are afraid of. He says, I do believe it's the answer to prayer with people of every type, Catholics and Christians. We can't afford a moment of darkness in history. God has a plan. What an idiot. You are in darkness. We've been in darkness for over 6,000 years, Sean. Adam and Eve gave up our right to this earth to Satan, the serpent, the guy that lives in you, Sean. We've been in darkness. The only way out of the darkness is through Christ's marvelous light, Sean. Sean counts himself among many Christians who hear God, including Vice President Mike Pence, Governor Mike Huckabee, Justin Bieber. Did you know Justin Bieber hears from God? Chris Pratt, Denzel Washington hears from God, Oprah Winfrey. She, she recently shared how hearing words from her pastor, Whitley Phipps, guided her career over the last 30 years. Praise God for Oprah, the founding pastor of Expression 58, that's who Schultz, Boltz, Sean Boltz, Balls is. I'm going to call him Balls because he's got some balls prophesying in behalf of my Yahweh. He's got some freaking balls this guy does. You know what I mean? Saying that he's a prophet from God, from Yahweh. Because back in the day, in the Old Testament, that was, a, that was punishable by death. Because you prophesied stuff in the name of God, and you were a false prophet, you were taken out of the camp and you were stoned to death. So, yeah, you got balls, brother. You got some stupid balls, man. He's the founding pastor of Expression 58. And guess what? He was at a national event in South Africa last Friday, and he was speaking alongside Bethel pastor Bill Johnson. That's another, you know, a Bill, wow, you know, angel dust and angel wings and fire from my face, you know, whatever. And then Sean Fuchs or something. This guy, Sean, Sean Fuchs, S-E-A-N, different than the other Sean uh, Balls. Sean Fuchs, 
is a Bethel music worship leader. And guess what he's doing? He's running for Congress in the 3rd District in California. You should see this picture. There's 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 thousands and thousands of people. It's like a rock uh, stadium. And they got the gate where you can't get close to them. It's just like a rock concert. Yeah. That's what, that's what Christ called us to do. During the event, balls prophesied to several people, including one person. Now, check it. The picture, I just saw 10,000 10, people in the audience. It's a stadium, 10,000 people. So this guy prophesies to several people. One person who recently finished treatment for cancer. He says he called out details like names, children, and profession. He told him the cancer would not come back and that he would live a long life and see his kids grow up. Balls also said a number of significant miracles happened. There was 10,000 people there, and he's naming names. How many people you think in the audience have cancer? How many? How many do you think are named Jim? How many of you think they have kids? Stupid people. Dude, we've been doing these tricks. You go to Vegas and see these magicians do mind-reading tricks. You tell me, in biblically, when Christ any Old Testament prophet, the Apostle Paul, Peter, any of the apostles, when did they name names, children, and profession when they were given to God's word? <sighs> Showmanship. Uh, oh, then they begin singing Bethel's music new song, God of Revival. There is no revival coming, people. Listen to me. Listen to Uncle Paul on this. There is no revival coming. God gives revival. And unless God gives revival, it ain't coming. You're fools that say, we're going to have a new revival before the end. There's one more revival coming. I want to be like the revivals of the 1800s. People got to repent. You got to get back to Christ. They got to get saved, man. What's wrong with you people? Chris, craziness is out of control. He begins singing the new song "God of Revival" when he said he heard God clearly about coronavirus coming to an end. And then he read Psalm fifty-six nine. Check this out. In the Passion Translation, how many of you have heard of the Passion Translation? I haven't. How many of you think that the Passion Translation is a scholarly work by scholars? I don't think so. <laughs> the Passion Translation, which says... The very moment I call to you for a father's help, and that's not in capital, by the way, the tide of battle turns and my enemies flee. This one thing I know, God is on my side. Well, that's fine and dandy. I just personally went through eight months of hell, and I was calling out to God all the time for help, and the tide of battle didn't turn until it was his time to turn it. And my enemy certain didn't flee until it was God's time to make him flee. You cannot manipulate God. It's witchcraft to try to manipulate God through your prayers, through your righteous living, through your pious this and that and your works is called manipulation. And any manipulation is witchcraft. It's witchcraft. 
It's witch. It's the witch. It's sorcery. He said, I just felt like the tide is turning shortly. Oh, wait a minute. He, he says, I just felt like the tide is turning. He just heard from God. And God, and God now is, I just feel. He said he heard God clearly about coronavirus, but now he said he just, quote, that's a quote. I just felt like the tide has turned quickly. Whether it's two weeks or two months, I don't know. Well, wait, wait a minute. God told you about coronavirus, but he didn't tell you if it's one week, two weeks, three. He doesn't know. He's not going to give you those details. He's going to give you enough detail to say, hey, it's not going to be pandemic. It's going to end, but I can't, I can't quite give you all the details because I, you know, what? His clairvoyant skills suck. There's thousands and thousands of people listening to this clown. He says, God cares about this. I don't know if it's two weeks or two months. He explained, quote, he's answering prayer. And then here's what he saw. Here's what God showed, showed balls, Sean balls. Here's what God showed him. I saw two vaccines coming. I think one will come from Israel. I think. He saw two coming. God told him, but now he's thinking. I think one will come from Israel and another from Asian, from an Asian nation. And they're going to hit pretty quickly. So if I was you listening to my, my angry voice right now, I'd write that down somewhere and see if Sean Bolts is a false prophet. Because he says it's going to hit pretty quickly. Pretty quickly to me is probably four weeks. Outside of a month is not pretty quickly. And we should have two, two vaccines, one coming from Israel, one from the Asian nation. Of course, when that doesn't happen, he's going to say, I didn't say they were. I said, I think. I just saw two vaccines. I think. I'm not sure. Because the God he hears from is, is kind of a, 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 is neurotic. He doesn't quite know what, what to say. I, I'm giving you info, but I can't give you all the info because I'm a neurotic God. That's the one he's serving. There's a global day of prayer set for Tuesday, and it's hosted by Cindy Jacobs. That's another false prophet, along with a call to prayer at noon with Paula White Cain, another false prophet. Paula White Cain, she's married to Jonathan Cain, the keyboard player to Journey, Don't Stop Believing. And she's also President Trump's personal pastor who advises the White House's Faith and Opportunity Initiative. Faith and opportunity. The only opportunity I know is that count it all joy when you face troubles and tribulations in your life because of the opportunity for you to grow in character. That's the only opportunity that you need to have biblically. Ball said he later heard from pastor from China that Wuhan the province where the virus originated is a place with many Christian missionaries who have been praying for revival for the past 100 years. I think they need to stop. If they've been praying for 100 years and God hasn't heard their prayer, they need to stop. The World Health Organization reports that the cases in China seem to be slowing as the virus spreads globally. So this is a hit piece uh, about... 
their their Fox News is trying to you know throw in the evangelicals, the whole Trump uh, you know Paula White thing, and now they're saying this, and they're also throwing in the little scare with it, and but there's some hope, and maybe, but we got to put we got to put several things in there. We got to say there was three thousand deaths. We got to say there was ninety one thousand people worldwide that are sick. We still got to, we still got to do, get to get all that in there. Um, so anyway, yeah, so. Why is Brother Kapow so angry? I don't know. You you ask you you answer me. Why why am I so angry? Now you want some Freedom Friday? Let me give you some real truth in Colossians two six through twenty three. But before that, I'm going to take a self serving. I am. I'm going to take a self serving commercial, and then I'm going to come back and give you the truth. But if Balls is going to be self-serving, then I'm going to be self-serving. I'm going to do a commercial about a book. And I'm also going to tell you about my new EP that just came out the 23rd of February called Down Here. It's a title, Down Here, for a reason. I'm down here with a bunch of rulers and principalities and powers that have been defeated by the Lord Jesus Christ. And all they have is deception. Mm. And that EP is available digitally everywhere. You want to hear it? Go to iTunes. Listen for the 30-second thing. Go to, go to uh, Apple Music. Whatever you belong to. Pandora. Spotify. You want to hear it from free? Look back to the Kapow Radio Show I did a couple of weeks ago. I played the whole thing. It's right there on your app. Uh... CD, physical CD available on Amazon.com, and it's only available there. Don't sell it anywhere else. Amazon.com, physical CD, $8.99. That's right. $8.99, physical CD. Looks, sounds good. Everywhere else is digital downloads. Eight songs down here. I'm already working on another one. The next one, the more I do, the better I'm going to get, the better they're going to sound. And then pretty soon I'll die and they'll be out there. Um, and then I'm going to play a commercial about uh, some of the books, flagship books. And then I'll be right back and I'm going to tell you the truth about coronavirus, profit balls, and all the rest of this nonsense. Recently, spiritual attacks on innocent people have increased considerably. This is partly due to society's transformation into a satanic cult. Most people are clueless or hopeless in combating this spiritual mayhem. We wish to offer two good books to overcome these attacks. First, Demons in My Marriage Bed, a true story of spiritual warfare, offers one of the most effective training systems in combating spiritual darkness in order to gain personal freedom. Second, Eyes to See Unseen Enemies teaches how to see the hidden dangers which are all around us, even in places we would least expect them. Both books can be purchased on Amazon.com as a paperback or ebook. It is our desire that you will take advantage of these opportunities to increase your effectiveness in spiritual warfare and learn how to fight back instead of being a victim. We'll see you on the battlefield. All right. Yeah, get those books. If you want to educate yourself. Seriously. Stuff's going down. Okay, truth. Truth, truth, you want the truth? Let me give you the truth. You don't know the truth. You got to handle the truth. Here we go. Let's go to Colossians chapter 2, 
6 through 23, Colossians chapter 2, 6, 23. This is Freedom Friday, folks. And I'm going to give you freedom from the rules of this world. You know, and the rules aren't just, you know, of the world like, like I said before, NFL, Beyonce, I can't do this, I can't do it. I'm not talking about, I'm talking about like, like you're, whatever the world is telling you, all that, all that nonsense, you know, um, you know, uh, even, even, uh, self-condemnation or rejection that you put on yourself, that's that's from the sensual side of yourself. That's from the flesh. It's from the world. To get freedom from that, pardon me while I sip some coffee. I'm upset. I have to have coffee when I'm upset. Verse 6, and now, and I'm reading out of the NLT version, Okay. I'm not reading out of the Passion Translation, the NLT, so it's understandable for you all. And now, just as you, Kapow listeners, accepted Christ Jesus as your Lord, you must continue to follow him, period. Any questions about what Paul wrote? Any questions? You must continue to follow them. Any questions? Um, that should that should take care of everything. Let your roots grow down into Him. What do you do? You let you will let your roots grow down into Him. That means you will to be part of Christ. You want to know him. You want to live in him. You want him to live in you. Just let your roots grow down into him. Let, let your lives be built on him. What does that mean? Everything you do in your life, when you get up in the morning, Lord, what do you want me to do? What do you want me to say? How do you want me to react? How do I, can I, da, 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 da? Your life is built on him. Not on fear, not on false prophets, not on works built on him, Christ. Then your faith will grow strong. Only then will your faith grow strong in the truth you were taught. And you will overflow with thankfulness. Period. Only then will your faith grow strong in the truth that you were taught. And you'll overflow with thankfulness. You'll be very thankful. Once you get that truth in, you're going to be very, because you, you see through all the BS. Verse 8, don't let anyone, don't let Sean, Prophet Sean Balls, <laughs> Paula White, Bill Johnson, the crazyanity clown church, don't let anyone capture you with empty philosophies and high-sounding nonsense that come from human thinking, coronavirus, oh, it's three people, there's so, oh, nine people are dead in Washington. That's human thinking. It's fear. Wait till the election's over. It'll be gone. Then you're going to have to, you're going to, you'll be back to being afraid of exploding cell phone batteries. It's nonsense. Paul says nonsense. High sounding nonsense that come from human thinking and write this down. And from the spiritual powers of this world, rather than from Christ. 
Did you guys ever understand that? Did you ever know it said that, that Paul wrote that? Don't let yourself be captured with empty philosophies and high-sounding nonsense that come both from human thinking and from the spiritual powers of this world. Where do you think they get this from? They get it from the powerless, defeated, non-authority rulers, principalities, magistrates of the air. Christ defeated these fools. Verse 9, for in Christ lives all the fullness of God in a human body. Get that? When Christ walked the earth before he was resurrected, it was the fullness of God. It was the, the total Godhead, folks. It was the creator God in a human body. And for that reason, that's why you also are complete through your union with Christ. He's not just some deity up there. He actually experienced our humanness on this probation planet. He experienced these knuckleheads. And guess what? He's the head over every ruler and authority. So you're complete through your union with Christ, who is the head and ruler over... Let me... Answer me this. Who is in charge? Who rules over all of these clowns? Who rules over the principalities and powers of the world? Christ does. He rules over them. All they have is deception right now until his return. He's making all the enemies under his footstool. And when he returns, you're going to be redeemed. You're going to get your immortal body. He's going to take all these kingdoms and everything after, and, and then he's going to hand it all over. Once he destroys all these fools, then he's going to hand the kingdom back over to the Father. I don't know about you, but I want to be a part of that. I don't want to be a part of clown crazyanity. I want to be a part of the real Christianity. I want to be part of the real Messiah, the work that God's doing, the gospel, the full gospel message, that's what gives me freedom on Freedom Friday, folks. When you, Kapow listener, came to Christ, you were circumcised, not by a physical procedure, but Christ performed a spiritual circumcision. Remember I told you that? You became a new man when you came to Christ. The cutting away of your sinful nature. You say, but I still sin. You don't need to. Verse 12, for you were buried with Christ when you were baptized. Does that mean water? No. It's not water baptism. You were buried with Christ when you were baptized into him, into his family, into his allegiance. When you became one with him, you were immersed with him. That's what it means. And with him, you were raised. You were resurrected, folks, to a new life. Why? How? Because you trusted the mighty power of God who raised Christ from the dead. Remember I opened up the show and I told you this? That when you accepted this, this is who you became? In verse 13, you were dead because of your sins. In the past, your sins in the past, before you came to Christ, you, the only thing left for you was the wages of, of death. That's God's ju judgment because Adam and Eve ha handed over the, the beautiful garden of God to, to snake boy, serpent. 
and he redeemed you from that. Their screw up, he redeemed. And you were dead in the past because of your sins and because your sinful nature was not yet cut away. That's why he did it. Then God made you alive with Christ. Now, he made you alive with Christ right now and he forgave all your sins, folks. Do not have self-condemnation on yourself. If you're convicted of something, then listen to the Holy Spirit and turn from it. But do not condemn yourself. And please don't put yourself under the yoke of man for works that you have to work. If you want to go work in your church because that's what you want to do, that's different. But if you think you're getting brownie points or this is how you serve God, then you need to reevaluate your Christianity because it's a yoke. How do you work for God? You know how you work for God? You do what he tells you to do when he tells you to do it, not what man tells you to do. Verse 14, he canceled the record of the charges against us. This is, this is a financial transaction. He canceled the record of the charges against us. You went up and, and, and charged up your life credit card with death, and guess what he did? He paid the bill. He canceled it for you. And know what he did with it? He took it away and he nailed it to the cross. Your debt that you owed by simply being born in this fallen world was death, eternal death in a lake of fire burning in hell forever. And nothing that you did, nothing you could do can change that. But God so loved you, he came down and sent his son in likeness of us to die and resurrect. That's right. And he took that charge against you and he nailed it to the cross. Now listen to verse 15. And in this way, he disarmed the spiritual rulers and authorities. Are they still here? Yes. Do they have power? No. Do they have authority? No. Do they have weapons? No. All they can do is lie to you, folks. It's all a deception. He's disarmed them. That's not in the future. It's right now. They're disarmed. They're defeated. He shamed them publicly by his victory over them on the cross. He kicked them in the teeth. He came as a lamb. He comes back as a lion. Verse 16, and this is what I want to tell to you folks. So don't let anyone condemn you for what you eat or drink. You want to drink coffee? Drink your coffee. You want to drink your wine? Drink your wine. The Holy Spirit will convict you what you need to do and not do. Don't let anyone condemn you. You're free in Christ. Free yourself on Freedom Friday. Don't condemn yourself for what you eat or drink or for not celebrating certain holy days or new moon ceremonies or Sabbaths. Hey, if you want to follow Christian Hebraic stuff and you want to, you think Saturday's a real Sabbath and you shouldn't, Sunday's the Sunday, and you know, that's fine. If that's what you want to do, and, and it's, and you, but don't put that condemnation on another brother ever, or you're sinning. And don't put it on yourself. If you want to do it because, hey, it's cool. I want to, I want to rather, I'd rather worship on Saturday. That's different. 
fine, go do it, but don't condemn yourself. And here's 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 what here's what Paul says about this in verse 17. All these rules, all these things, all that you know, don't eat this. Or, you know, I you know, or do we eat do we eat uh, pork? I'm gonna quit eating pork because we're gonna eat bacon. You know, if you do one one bit of the law, you have to do all the law. If you want to pay, if you're if your pastor, anybody's telling you you have to pay ten percent, they'll they'll call it a tithe. But when you ask them, what, what is a tithe? Well, that's 10%. If they're telling you you have to pay 10% for God to bless you, he's putting you under the law, an old law. And if you've got to do that, then you need to go sacrifice uh, bull, uh, the blood of bulls and goats too. And then they'll tell you, oh, no, this the tithe was way before the law of Moses. You know what? You're a liar. You're a money-grubbing liar because God's law is eternal, fool. It's always been around. Shut up. You worshiper of mammon, do not let anybody put you under that yoke. If you want to give money to the church to keep the lights on, you let the Lord tell you how much you should give. And you should. You should. And and better yet, how about somebody there that's in need? Instead of giving it wastefully to people that just waste it, give it to somebody who needs it. Oh, you won't get a tax deduction. But who cares? Do what God tells you. Don't let anybody put that yoke on you. Paul says, for these rules are only shadows of the reality yet to come. And Christ himself is that reality. You know what that means? It's over. The law is over because the law of God is written in your hearts now. Do this, don't do that, don't taste, don't handle, don't touch. It's over. Those are rules of man and spiritual entities, powers of this world. And those guys are disarmed by Christ. Who, what side you want to live on? Who you want to follow? False pastor, prophet, balls, or Jesus Christ? Verse 18, don't let anyone condemn you by insisting on pious self-denial or the worship of angels, saying they have had visions about these things. Ooh, I hear from God. It says their sinful minds have made them proud and they are not connected to Christ, the head of the body. For he alone holds the whole body together with its joints and ligaments, and it grows as who nourishes it? God. God nourishes it. Not programs, nothing else. God nourishes it. Verse 20, you have died with Christ, and he has set you free, Freedom Friday, from the spiritual powers of this world. You're free from those liars, folks. Paul says, so why do you keep on following the rules of the world? Such as don't handle, don't taste, don't touch. I'm afraid of corona viruses and corona beer. I'm scared. Such rules were mere human teachings about things that deteriorate as we use them. These rules may seem wise because they require strong devotion, pious self-denial, and severe bodily discipline. How about the Daniel fast? Everybody's doing the Daniel fast. Well, if you want to, then do it. But don't let anybody yoke you with that. The whole pastor, the whole church is doing it, so you better do it. Except I can't give up coffee. Well, I'll do Danny if I can't give up ice cream. I mean, come on, folks, let's just be serious about 
who we're serving. If you want to do that, that's different. But don't think pious self-denial and severe bodily discipline is going to get you anywhere. Paul ends with this, but they provide no help in conquering a person's evil desires. They don't build character, folks. Suffering builds character. And with that, I'm going to say good night. I'm going to play you up. Why don't you look into Jesus off my new EP? And we'll talk to you uh, later. Good night. Yeah.